You're listening to Pardoned by America with your host, David Thomas. So is that why every time I take a dump, like I get the quiver? I mean, you got a big old turkey coming out. That thing's rubbing up on my brain. Chris Polo. I'm not an entirely huge fan of bananas. I more like banana latte taffies. Those are better. And Greg Williams. It's like put your dick over the urinal, shake it off, and then put it in your pants. <laughs> oh god. Oh, welcome What's to up? another podcast. Pardon my American boys. <laughs> you like how I used uh this big of a dick to put <laughs> yeah. it back in the pants? It's like four feet long. <laughs> I was like, let me uh, I actually really liked how now that we're videotaping, you're like yeah. <laughs> trying to animate it a little bit. Well it's just like boring when you listen to it and then you see everybody like really Yes, this is our intro song. Yeah. Yes. Well, hopefully we're not that boring, but the giant dick was a good touch. There you go. Yes. Anyways, uh, yeah, we got some stuff we want to talk about today. Yep. Some stuff in the news, you know. Yeah. You know, you're... Well, everyone's uh, focused on the wall. You know, it's still the big government shutdown. You know, everyone's yeah. still freaking out about it. Actually, like this week, people are starting to get impacted. Like, there's no pay going out. I've heard stuff about, like... The funny part about that is, though, they've literally only missed one paycheck. Well, yeah, yeah I don't know. And they're getting reimbursed. <clears throat> yeah. You're telling me, even at our level of income, obviously, they're going to make more than I do. Yeah. So they can't go a couple weeks without getting a paycheck? I don't, know. I don't know if all of them are, though. you got to think, like, TSA. I looked it up. The average federal employee makes between forty dollars and $50,000 a year. Well, that's average. Yeah. Yeah, but, but still, at forty and fifty thousand dollars a year, you can't make it to your next paycheck. Well, I, I can <laughs> I, I can know. say this: that TSA. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, the TSA decided to um, sue the government this week. So, wait, they're suing themselves? Well, they're suing the. <laughs> the yeah, I mean, they're suing the government. How's that work? Well, you can sue your own company, man. I mean, think about it. <clears throat> they want their pay. They're suing the government for their pay. Uh, that's do, interesting. Do people not realize how often the government shuts down? Like it, it's happened multiple times since Trump's been in office already. Like this, this is this is, this is not for longest, this not though. for this long, but yeah. it's literally every single president. It, the government has shut down at one time or another. Well, ultimately, yeah. that's the problem. Is Obama had I think what did they say four shutdowns? I don't know. I don't know. E- Something like e- that. Minimum two, and for very similar reasons. He wanted the uh, Obamacare to pass. He shut the government down. Nobody had a nobody said a thing about it. Like, no Democrat was freaking out when Obama was trying to get health care. Well, I th- think like, well, it's better uh, of the nation. I guess well, I we just think, better get it done. But then. the news swaps. Like, the squeaky box, or the squeaky wheel gets the, you know what I mean, the the news yeah. coverage. Cause <clears> that's like, not a saying. Well, that, it is now. <laughs> the right squeaky here. wheel gets <clears throat> the news coverage. <laughs> Two days ago, uh, from CNBC, well, there's multiple sources, but this CNBC air, the title is Air Traffic Controllers Union Sues Trump Administration Over Frozen Pay During Shutdown. Mm. That's just weird to me. That is weird. Why is you that weird? I, you would sue your company if they t- held your pay. But the government, I don't see it as a company. That's what's it weird is. to me. I know, but it is. They're the yeah, ones that weird. dish out the paychecks. So if your company, yeah. if you didn't get a paycheck and your company's like, hey, we're not paying you. <clears throat> no, to be Hopefully fair. Hopefully you fucking get more than your paycheck because you ain't going to have a job afterwards. Yeah, but yeah. to be fair, I'm not citing, I'm not citing with their union and what they did. I'm just saying if the if your job or my job decided that they were going to cut yeah. our pay for two weeks or no paychecks. Yeah. 
my union would definitely be like, we're going to sue cash and carry smart food service or whatever, you know, we're going to sue them to get them to actually pay the goddamn check. Cause the, the yeah. union is different than the government. Understand that. Yeah. I just, I, I think the whole thing is kind of strange. Well, you but. know, I just, I look at it like how you look at it and that's like, who doesn't have a credit card? You can't make it work. You can't make this work. You're getting your back pay. You will get it back. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it's obviously, you know, the, the news is trying to make it a, a humongous deal and um, they're just, they will cherry pick certain instances that make their narrative kind of point out, you know, and, and stick yeah. home with the emotional part of it. Like, well, we have a family here. Uh, his name's Steve. Steve, you said that you cannot afford your mortgage payment and now your family is going to have to go to a hotel. Now, I'm not saying that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> But like, but that's it did. Sh- they had a lady on there on CNN holding her baby on the camera too. See, that's what they did. And yeah, she's they, like, "Oh, we can't afford our rent." And they then, pull at the heartstrings yeah. of the American people, and they, they, yeah. they do. Oh, oh yeah. Oh shit! I gotta vote. With, I gotta feel something. About well, here that. I got a solution. How about all these people from TSA? How about you call your Democratic governor, or whoever, and say, "Will you please open the fucking government? Give them the wall. It's a small portion." Give them the yeah. wall. Yeah, in the big scheme of things, when it comes to the whole government fucking budget, $5 billion isn't shit. It's not shit. Not it, When you add in also, when you add in the fact that he has a he has a new Mexican deal as far as like the Mexican-Canadian like trade deal, which yeah. is supposed yeah. to be harboring a lot more money. My point is, is, look how much, you have to look at it as a whole. How much has Trump increased our economy, increased jobs, increased money coming in, yeah. cut um, certain regulations that saved us money, He's already saved us the five billion, so just pay him the fucking five billion. <laughs> well, so it wasn't there in the yeah. earlier in 2018. There was a deal for the wall, right? Or like this was same same thing yes. last year, yeah. Right, where Trump was like, "I want money for the wall," and then it was all about DACA, like mm-hmm. the yeah. uh, DACA, whatever the hell that stands for, DACA. But um, so the <clears> Democrats, <throat> I think, offered a bill for thirty billion, but it had to include DACA, and like you had to like instantaneously have like a hundred thousand people or something yeah. become United States. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, whatever. But, Citizens. Yeah. Yes. But then, and now they're explaining that 5 billion is just too much money. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not about money. Dude. No, it's see, about, my, my biggest, they don't want to give Trump a victory. My biggest qualms with this whole thing is that if you really look at it, if you look at it objectively, okay, Trump has literally added and taken away things this entire time. Yeah, he said like he's lowered his pay, like how much he wanted for the wall. He in the past, just not too long ago, he accepted the idea of allowing the DACA people to stay. Yeah, he's like literally bent down like how you should. He's literally said, this is where I'm at. But hey, we'll we'll pass the DACA thing. We'll let them stay. Let's just get this other stuff done. Right. They still don't want to fucking work with. No, them. they've gave nothing. No. They have they have moved not one inch on yeah. any of this anytime. And Trump has slowly come down to a fair, you know, area where there should be middle ground, and they're still not doing it. So, yeah. well, I, I think it's a stalemate at this point. And I've, I've heard people say like he should have done this like right when he got into office, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. If I he think had there the was, I either. think there was other things, and and we can we've talked about his um, successes in the first couple of years, right? I think there's other things that were able to get done quickly. That sh- you know, the government getting back up, the economy yeah. getting back up, jobs coming back in. Those were things that he could do 
relatively quickie, click, quickie? <laughs> relatively <laughs> quickly, 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 without <laughs> this kind of a fighting thing, right? He well, knew yeah. that this was the battle. Well, because you, you got to look at it as that's not the only thing on his mind, right? When no. you come into a presidency, right? No, he's trying to, he's trying to get his foothold down. Well, and how, how important is the first hundred days? You know, like all of a sudden that like yeah. means something. Yeah. yeah. What, what has he, he done? He hasn't done anything in the first hundred days. This thing is yeah, a mess. But that was their way of saying like, they were like, they're trying, they thought the government was going to have a, a complete meltdown as soon as he took office, which did not happen. So, no. Well, so e- either way. So like, anyway, the the border wall is fucking it's, it's going to be built. And yeah. Apparently some of it has already been built. And Jim Acosta went down there and mm-hmm. uh, he had himself a field day because he recorded himself by a section of the wall. And he was like, uh, it's very calm. It's very tranquil down here uh, by this wall. There's no one on the other side that seems to be wanting to jump over. And, uh, you know, it's 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 actually very peaceful down here. <laughs> and he basically just proved the point that, oh, yeah, you dumbass. This is what Trump yep. wants to do for the entire region of the wall that he's talking about. So I don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> it just make, it made me laugh. I was like, I, I yeah, did, I didn't even get to see the video. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do well, yourself a favor, dude, and watch that because it is. <laughs> Here's the video right here. I got it. It is flavorful. Oh, we're going to we're going to play it for you guys here. Um, <clears throat> well, see, the thing was, I think what people were talking about with this video was how they almost acted like, yeah, we got you, Trump, you son of a bitch. Like, we know what's going on. And here are some of the steel slats that the president's been talking about uh, right here. Uh, as you can see, yes, you can see through these slats to the uh, other side of the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, but as we're walking along here, we're not seeing any kind of uh, imminent danger. There are no migrants trying to uh, rush toward this fence. Uh, okay. <laughs> and, the, and then this picture. <laughs> well, hold on here. He, I like that. Oh, it was tranquil near him. Yes. Here, here we go. Hold on. What's, uh, why are... This is a strange. Well, video. you know, it's it's honestly, I can't find a good fucking video for this. I think they've, I think uh, CNN has huh. taken it all down. So, dang. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's looking like. Oh, here, here we go. The this, ra- this might be the full video. The with, raw footage. Yeah, yeah. Steel slats that the president's been talking about, uh, right here. It's patented. Uh, as you can see, yes, you can see through these slats. Uh, that is a sturdy the, slat. Uh, other side of the U.S. Mexico border. Why is his glasses uh, but crooked? As we're walking along here, we're not seeing any kind of uh, right imminent here. danger. There are no migrants trying to uh, rush toward this fence uh, here in the McAllen, Texas area. As a matter of fact, there are some other businesses uh, behind me along this highway. There's a gas station, Burger King, and so on. <laughs> we have yeah, a fruitful society going on by the wall. Emergency that the president has been talking about. As a matter of fact, it's pretty tranquil down here. So, yeah. point being is, is <clears throat> idiot dude. Everybody's everybody's saying this like it's because there's a fucking wall, man. <laughs> there's a fucking wall there. Like you know um, what I mean? Yeah. Like no wonder it's we have, tranquil. We have a uh, uh, running hospital, running water. We have uh, gas stations. Everyone seems to be happy in this little town. Uh, we got we got a Burger King. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The point is, is you build the wall. Then those people there feel more comfortable. They're more likely to put a business right there. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's that's, a, that's, that's another, an open border area. That's a good no point. Burger King is going there. So that's actually a good point. It's like what business wants to put themselves in that kind they of? Don't. They don't. You know, it's uh, it's not a very good uh, no <clears throat> locale. Yeah. You know, and you got open sections like the last thing you're gonna do because if you're one of the first things an uh, immigrant is seeing crossing the border, like 
is it likely more likely that your car is going to get ripped off because they're going to try to break and steal it and take off or you know are they going to try to rob you as soon as they come like yeah. you just don't fuck with that you put a wall up now you got burger king you know <laughs> well and then so chris sent us a text <clears throat> earlier this week and it had a Trump was talking to like some border patrol agent, right? Or yeah. a military guy. It was like what Thursday or something when he went down to <sighs> to the border to check everything out, and he the, as soon as they got there, he ran into this border patrol agent, and the border patrol agent kind of just went off on him like, "Fuck, we've arrested 133 yeah. people today. Here, they weren't even from this country, from Mexico oh, or something." Yes, I'm that- gonna I'm gonna try to load that up here. Um, it but, was pretty funny because Trump's like, yeah, yeah, like shaking his head, yeah, and he's like, he, he's like, don't tell me, tell them. Yeah, I don't know how we uh, we get this on YouTube, but um, it, it was basically <clears throat> you won't see this on the news, and it yeah. has like 1.6 million views. But essentially, yeah, what I didn't get was that other people or people from other countries actually go to Mexico to get through into the United States that way. Mm-hmm. And I never realized that. And I was like, oh, hey. a lot. Actually. Yeah. He's saying from all over the world, people from China and Ecuador and like all yeah. Afghanistan, like he was arresting all yeah. kinds of fucking people. So it's, it's not just about Mexicans. Like, yeah. And I know people well, are saying they don't like Brown. Like they're trying to keep <laughs> America white again. And it's oh like, God. no, it has yeah. this, Here's the section right here. Okay, here you go. So he's he's talking to the the Don right now. They're kind of like have their backs to okay, the camera. Okay, you gotta quit talking if you're gonna hear this. No, you won't. This this part you won't be able to hear. It's wait until the oh officer, he turns around. You gotta wait yeah. until he turns around. It's kind of hard to hear. So. <laughs> Hello, how many Pakistanis yesterday? Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> so he's saying is there's <clears throat> it used to be families. Well, now it's about 50 percent, which what's it, the other 50 percent is males? people from everywhere no, else. No, 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 no. Wait, what? The other- no, he's saying it used to be about 60 percent. That were crossing board that they were With detained children and children, stuff. Families yeah, and families. Mothers. Yeah, that's dropped. That's dropped to, to about thirty 50. to fifty percent. No, he said, was it like thirty? I didn't. He catch just said fifty percent. It dropped to about fifty. <clears throat> so the other fifty percent are yes. all these people coming from Ecuador and Romania and Afghanistan and Pakistan yes. and all different countries and or just straight dudes. You know what I mean? Like straight up dudes, right? Yeah, just other people from they, everywhere. They don't and, have a family. Yeah, not families. Well, I'm, I'm taking anyone who doesn't come there with a family is gonna be just a dude looking for work or yeah. you know what I mean but the alar- the alarming thing is <clears throat> which I already knew I think most people at least just looked at this a little bit knew that that was happening but one day 130 people yeah. that we can't vet or 140 people that well, we and that's can't. just at one location too yeah and that's that we can't vet that we have no idea who they are they're coming from yeah and imagine that's 133 people three people that they arrested that doesn't count all the people that actually got through that they didn't even see yeah, yeah. Uh, from the, it's a it's a long fucking border. There's a lot of places where it's just 
open and yeah. you yeah. can't yeah. cover the whole thing. You know, and that's the point is we need coverage. Yeah. Either way, I think it's going to happen, but uh, I just don't know exactly. Um, you know what? What is going to be the direct outcome other than the sense of security? Like, of the people that do get in illegally, what happens to that? Like, how? How? I know it like can take up room for jobs. Um, you have some that commit murder crime or whatever, and and that's like needless and that's pointless. That mm-hmm. should just never happen because you are here illegally. So that death is like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, totally preventable. But uh, for the majority, like for you guys, what is the biggest benefit that this wall would provide? I or mean, like what what would keeping people out that are not supposed to be I, here I think the biggest, the biggest change it would cause is how much money we'd save just from having it. Because having a physical structure, you're yeah. going to be allowed to cover, cover the whole border with cameras, with sensors, and not necessarily people. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're gonna save so much money on just hiring <laughs> and paying people to do to stand out in the desert and watch for people. Well, I think they do that now with drones and stuff, but it's they not do, but, it's not everywhere. But it's once it's once they catch it with a drone, it's already too late. That's the problem. Yeah. Like what's a drone yeah. gonna do? Um I think for other than bomb it. I, I bomb them. <laughs> I think for me, <laughs> uh I do think that like people jumping the border <clears throat> coming here illegally is terrible but i also think like but why though that's what i'm asking well i didn't want to get into that because i don't oh. really think that's my main reason okay yeah jobs yeah not well, knowing who they are i was gonna take most of them happen to be like gang affiliated we got a massive cartel right in that area I'm like no i was and gonna how, say how much was did they say was spent on the illegal immigration anyway like 500 billion well, I was gonna say, I like, know. I don't know, it, it's a lot. Like welfare programs, I don't know how easy those are to apply for and to, you know, obtain. They've assistance. been able to attain them. That's the problem. Well, so that's yeah. so that would be the thing that I would want us to keep a better eye on. Is <clears> like, I, I actually think that like the other side of it is more important in the long run. I think the sex trafficking, and I think oh, yeah. that yeah. the drug, I think the drugs. drug running, and the reason I say that is like. Um, you know, an individual could get over a wall if they really, really wanted to eventually, you know, and like, so the uh, it's going to hinder everything, but like, there's still going to be a one or two and, you know, here and there. Yeah. yeah. The biggest problem is in, in watching this so much lately is these border patrol agents are talking about the open spaces. They can literally drive a car just, you know, through the desert right into America. Mm. And uh, I, my big thing is like, if we build the fence, we'll hinder our traffic of drugs which we have an uh, epidemic here. There's, you know, opioid issues and yeah. heroin issues. And, and like a lot of it's coming yeah. from Mexico. So a, we're not going to be spending as much on eventually on taking care of these people that are sick with drug yeah. issues, less homelessness, less homelessness, less, uh, less crime because of the drugs, yeah. less family issues and abuse because of drugs. Um, sex trafficking is obviously an important thing to a lot of people. So less yeah. abduction of kids. Uh, you can go on with that. And then that also opens up where our entry points, the numerous entry points that we have, they're going to have to go through there if they have a van or they have a truck. They're going to have to go through an entry point. Yeah. So the yeah. nice thing is, is once this wall is built, if you can get an upgrade on our system of checking cars and checking stuff, like whether that be an x-ray system or whatever yeah. they use, you're. I mean, I have to imagine the amount that they're going to be able to stop is going to be so much bigger than they already do. So. 
Yeah, and then there's, you know... I think it's a trickle-down effect. My, my biggest thing is, like, this may, in a year, may not seem like it's doing a lot, like, just from visual aspects, but I do think you'll see a decrease for sure. Yeah. You know, you're going to see, like, it's going to be much harder for them to get drugs in. Well, yeah. uh, one would hope, and, you know, unless there's a corrupt portion of the CIA or something like that that Maybe. drives a part of the, the but this, drugs wouldn't this Would this not open up that talk? If it was, if it never went down, would it not open the talk? Like, so how is yeah. this actually coming in now? Yeah. Like how, like, yeah, we've, <clears throat> well, then it would just be like, oh, they've exploited this section of the, the wall. There's just <laughs> my, in my opinion, there's just flat out no reason to not have it. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. There is, there's no Israel argument. Has it. it doesn't do anything. There's no argument for not Israel having has it. a wall and they have like zero. I don't even like, I don't now. even want to compare it to other countries. My point well, is, yeah. is there's no negative to having it. Yeah. It's uh, don't sit there and say it's inhumane. Don't no. That's not. This is not their country. Yeah, I would say that the argue points that are coming out like you're racist if you want the wall. Yeah, fuck them. Um, fuck them. Like that just doesn't make <laughs> sense to me. It's like how. Yeah, it's not. Him. We're it simply does, yeah. saying if you want to come in here, you got to do it the right way. You got to well, go through the right ports. It's period. just. It's just a stranger. Like I'm not looking at them as like a, a some ethnic group. I'm looking at them as like we don't know who you are. Like we don't know what your background or what you're trying also, to do. Also, when in history has any company, any government, or any any American people voted? Okay, I'm talking about voting here. Yeah. When has somebody ever voted against what's best for us? And what's better for another country? Because that is what is happening right here. Yeah. Like, you're basically saying you don't care as much about the security or the drugs or the sex trafficking in our country. You're voting for Mexican policy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, and you shouldn't vote for Mexican policy. Democrats don't vote for Republican. They they vote for their party. They want to keep themselves thriving. Yeah. America should want to keep itself thriving. We shouldn't give a fart what... Mexico thinks give a fart. Well, I was trying to <laughs> let's keep this PG we thirteen. Give a fart, Beep. but no, because Dave Smith on his podcast was kind of talking yes, about that. And he, he did, was, and that's he was, right. And I agree with him one hundred and fifty percent. Yeah, and he's saying like, I don't, I'm not promoting someone else's podcast on this podcast because I want to yeah. focus on my podcast and making my podcast better. Yeah, I'm not gonna, you know. Well, he specifically said money. like, yeah, like I don't care that this affects us, but like we can't let this affect the Mexicans. You can't say that. Yeah. This is America. This is not Mexico. Okay. We can't do yeah. policies and vote on policies that affect them. It doesn't matter. They have their own thing going and they need to do their own fucking thing. Period. 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 Apostrophe. Exclamation mark. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Dude, that's what I... Hashtag America. <laughs> that was a nice segue. Because <laughs> uh, you actually said her name right. Yeah, the <laughs> Ruth, Ruth Who, the Gator. Ruth Gator. Yeah, he he thought <laughs> Ruth the Gator Bader Ginsburg. Is she even alive? Still? You think she's What's reptilian? You yeah. think she's a reptilian from? Uh, yeah, I don't buy in that. Shit. Is she alive? Is she? No one's given update. Like the she went is, in for this cancer surgery and now she's disappeared. Her body's alive, but is her <laughs> mind alive? The I, alien, the alien inside is left. I'm gonna say this. The, bef- the, I know the you body had, vehicle. You had some things that you want to talk about, Greg. Yeah. I'm going to say this before I, I we get into this, just so you know my ground on this, okay? okay. There's a lot of documentaries coming out on, on Ruth here. Yeah. And and I have not watched one of them, and Isn't, I won't. But it, hold on, <laughs> just, just that. Is that not fucking weird? It is. 
You're a it you're is. a Supreme Court there, judge. Why are we doing documentaries well, on so here's you and the thing. praising you like you're Jesus? It's um yes, it's a little because she's dead. No, because she's super liberal. She's super liberal, and they're also what they're doing is they're trying to get people to remember what she did, and they're trying to get people to have some sympathy and heart for her. So that way, when it all comes down, that she's done. She's an ancient antiquity. They yeah, want, but when she's done, they want she to like for like replacement. They want her. They want people to go like, we have to have somebody that. So here's the thing. I'm going to say yeah. this. I don't like her. I don't know why. I, I just don't. <laughs> when I look at her, I puke in my mouth a little. She's a stranger, but I fucking hate her. You know, here's, a, here's a good example. My mouth a little. <clears throat> at my store, I work in a grocery store. Yeah. And we have like metal racks. Okay. And every so, like, I clean them. We sweep and stuff. But there gets little mushrooms and tomatoes that fall way deep in there. Oh, yeah. And then every once mushrooms. every once in a while, like I did last Saturday, I We're go through and I really just, I clean everything like out really good. Like a deep clean. Deep clean. Mm. And I pull out the most shriveled, ugly. This furry little. No, they're not even furry. They're so, be- they're like mummified <laughs> mushrooms and like tomatoes. They're like hard and Ooh. wrinkly. And I just, that's, that's Ruth Gator, ben- Gator, Gator. <laughs> The <laughs> Ruth Bader. That's Ruth, my Ruth, point is, Ruth, is I see her Rishi mushroom. <laughs> in all honesty, I look at her sitting there with the other justices. Okay, yeah. And and every, so now, now you're being ageist. Okay, you're making fun yes, of her because yes, she's fucking, I fucking old. Am. Yes, I am. He's. A, I look at her and I look at these people and I go, these people are like the supreme power. Ooh. The supreme power, which they shouldn't be. I know, but I'm saying they have. They are. They make the decisions. These are the yeah. top of the top. They make the decisions. When, of, yeah, when nobody else can figure the yes. shit out. I mean, they, the they, should, go, okay, this is how it they is. should be highly but Have regarded. you noticed that they've become a bigger deal as far as legislation goes now? Like, they are not there <laughs> to create laws. No, They're no, there no, to, no, 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 no. I don't agree with that at all. No, with the Obama stuff? I don't agree with it. The problem is, dude, is dude, the, the parties. The left loves the parties. Using the Supreme No, Court. it's the party's problem. It's not their problem. Their problem, their thing is to take in a case, make a ruling. That's it. The look, parties, at, look at the baker. Dude, they, I'm not... No. They didn't want to bake a cake. That's their job, though. Went all that the way is, to the Supreme Court. Do you understand oh, that yeah, that's yeah, their yeah. fucking job? Yeah, but then they're making new laws about it. No, they're like, not. Oh, yeah, well, I guess this They is. are not making new laws. Well, they're... You know what I'm saying. They're, no, suggest- they're making they're a decision. Making suggestions. They're making a decision based off the Constitution. That's what they should be doing. I, they should be, but not My all point is, really is that's why the left is having such a meltdown right now, because they know... That if Ruth leaves and she's gone and Trump gets another fucking pick, it is done. Yeah, it's... They are done. They have all... They're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be biased, but they have right-leaning justices, right? And there will no longer be... It'll pretty much be in favor of constitutional stuff. That's... Well... Point being... (laughs) I don't, we're getting yeah. sidetracked. Yeah. Side-tracked. My ultimate point is, is I can't help but watch when they're all sitting together, whether it be at the state of the nation or any of that stuff. Yeah. They're sitting there and she's just this old fucking lump of turd. <laughs> Everybody's watching, listening, and she's just sleeping because yeah. she's so fucking old. And you're going to tell me that she can make a fucking decision. She can't wipe her ass, <laughs> oh dude. <my> God. <laughs> dude, you don't know for one. She might. But she you can't trust someone that can't wipe their own ass. But yeah, you just can't. <laughs> my point is, is they, they go to shake your hand and you don't know what's my, on my hand. My stance, my stance <laughs> on her is what this. if she forgets to get toilet paper? That is completely my stance on her is this, guys. Yeah, yeah, she's a good. She's a good person. She's done great things. She has for her party, and I won't take that away from her. She's done really great things as a woman yeah. and a justice. She's been around forever. She's had great things, and it, I'm not going to take hey. that away. I get why people are enamored <laughs> with her, but yeah. done her duties, but. God damn it, she is old. 
and th- and and she's unaffected. She she can't even ar- she can't even go to arguments mm-hmm. right now. Well, so uh, where I was going to go with it, I don't care. I like I don't know what she is as a person. I haven't like looked at her rulings. I know that she had like a lot to do with the abortion stuff, mm-hmm. but I think that this this whole week has been about her. Yeah, and it's there, it, but no one's really talking about it. Yeah. yeah, and I honestly do believe that she is going to die soon, or if not, is already already dead. dead. Because uh, it know. is, I don't think she's, she died. She's eighty five years old. Yeah, dude, that's like hardcore, like conspiracy yeah. angle. But to go into a died, surgery that she had, and at that age, she got two cancerous out. tumors removed from her lungs mm. because they had come back, and so. She's now missed her, like a court hearing or the what is the, She's gonna uh, miss the, the briefing? Next one. She's going to make some nice argument too. And this is the first five or first time in twenty five years. Yeah. She's close. There's no denying. But no one has seen any footage of her because I don't trust anybody who who says listen, poop listen, out listen. of their mouth. There is. I'm sorry. There's no way in modern times that somebody somebody hasn't said something about it. She was at a at a hospital. Yeah. Everybody, there's how many hospital workers? This is not a government-only hospital in a secret basement. This is a hospital. Okay. There's workers everywhere. They're not all Democratic. Somebody would have said like, but somebody like that isn't Ruth just die, dude. Somebody yeah. like that isn't just going to be in a normal room like anybody say. else. Though. But it doesn't matter. They're going to have specific staff that are doing it all the yeah, time. I don't. Gonna, I don't know about that. They're going to have guards on duty. They're I don't have, think they're going to have like, dude. Who do you vote for? You're you, a Democrat. Like, you don't know. think the Supreme Court has like special places or like special security? My point is, dude, she's in a public building. With, How do you know she is? How do you I, know? I'm pretty sure the hospital. You've seen pictures of no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't know where the fuck she is, dude. You just know what you've been told. But oh God, you, I hate the conspiracy thing. I, I just think like, <laughs> don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. She went. To, I'm not. John McCain went to a normal goddamn hospital. Okay. Well, I didn't. They see all pictures. go to normal hospitals. I don't see pictures. Like they go to OHSU. I want someone to violate the HIPAA law. Take a picture. No way, man. She stepped out and her face opened up like a door, and this alien popped out see? and he took no. off. And now no. they're like, well, shit. Now this vehicle is dead. My That's point what is, I'm is. <laughs> It is too prevalent of news and too many people talk and too many things want to get out. No, no. Yeah. If that was a viable situation, it would have already been out. No. End I, of story. Like if, if she had died already, what? what I don't is, want to talk is, about her dying. She's not fucking dead. <laughs> Hold on. She could be in a vegetative state, but she's okay. not fucking dead. So if, if she had died, what's the point? In like holding it off for two weeks, there is no fucking. We're point. gonna we're gonna find out soon. That's what I was. Trying there is to get no at. point unless they plan on just holding this out for a year. And her dismissing everything, and I hope to God Trump can't vote for a new justice in the last year of his term. Maybe so, that's what it is. Bullshit. I'll find her corpse and I'll fucking I'll show the world. <laughs> She's not dead. See? She's like Bigfoot. Nobody knows. The hunt for Gator Ginsburg. Well, yeah. I think uh, I think the news is going to come out soon. Maybe they fed her to Gators. <laughs> they probably did. Maybe, dude. I don't know. Listen, the truth is, is like there's a it's a weird thing because they came out with the movie Ruth. Yeah, RBG or RBG. Yeah. Yep. They came out that movie in theaters. Netflix has a new mo- a new show. Or no, Docu- I'm sorry. It's the No, 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 no. They have documentaries. Yeah. But if I go to my Flickster here, I was looking at movies. Me and Joe were going to go to a movie right here. On the basis of sex, this new movie, 69% Rotten Tomato. Sounds like a perfect one for you and your wife to go see. This movie is, <laughs> we weren't going to go see this. What's Wait. it say? Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a struggling attorney and a new mother who faces, it is another goddamn movie. Yeah. Two they, major motherfucking movies in eight months. I mean, yeah, there, there is a 
<sighs> I'm getting worked up. <laughs> there is a deliberate <laughs> push for people to have this weird heartstring. Look how great this woman is. She's a strong woman. Yeah. Look what she's done. Is she the longest sitting justice? I don't know. She's, she's definitely one of the oldest. She's the longest sleeping justice. I mean, she <laughs> sleeps on most of her shit. Well, maybe, but the point is, well, maybe is that's why. Maybe they're, that's why they're doing all this is because they're celebrating her because they know she's going to be gone. You know, I will say this goes into David's point. Yes. So, I mean, but I will say this, though. She's been here a long time. Let's give her some credit. Well, they, they want people point. to remember because they want a like-for-like like replacement. Yeah. Here's the difference between, in my opinion, Democrats and liberals in general. Okay. okay? I feel like I can sit here and, and objectively tell you that Ruth has done great things. And I can say, like, listen, not in my opinion of great things, but I'm saying she's helped her party and certain people and groups achieve things that they weren't achieving, Okay. So I get the, that some groups look at her in a very high light. I understand that. They should, on the other side, should also be able to look at Trump and say the same thing. Like, I don't like him. I don't like his policies. But what he's doing for his party and the people that support him is meaningful to them. And I understand why they love him so much. They don't do that very often. Yeah. They don't. Well, yeah. I hear I hear the news saying like, oh, this really plays into his base. And this is going to uh, really appease his base. Like, they say that a lot. So what I was going to say oh, about Ruth, though. His base. Do you know that <laughs> you watch the shit on her on, on like the documentary? She like works out every day. Who? Ruth fucking Ginsburg. No way. Oh, no. Yeah. She has a, re- they were talking about like how she has a, I'm going to pop, pop the video. She has like a regime where she oh, actually. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, look at this. How to work out like the notorious. And she's wearing she's shoes. wearing a super diva shirt, by the way. Well, she's on the Colbert. She report. wasn't doing anything. <laughs> she's just standing there. So this is why I fucking hate YouTube. I really do because like you get all these collages. <laughs> so what it is is <clears throat> we're what we're watching is and I and the actual the actual TV thing. What she does it minor workouts. This is not weightlifting, but she's on the ground. She's doing sit ups, and they're helping her like lift her legs, and she's like. She runs, which is shocking because maybe that's why she sleeps so much because she's fucking. You exhausted. can't tell me that face doesn't open up into an alien. It's got, she's got a, She's got a weird neck, man. He's Draco. She's part of the Draco. <laughs> <laughs> she's a lizard person, dude. That Gator Ginsburg is not a joke. Gator is the describes gator. her actual skin underneath. See, that's what I'm saying. So the conspiracy of it is, is you know, are they hiding her? Or are they like trying to figure out a plan? They know she's gonna go. Like it isn't. Like it. Look at her. Well, she's she's ancient and like she is not in the best of health anymore. So this was from nine months ago. Yeah. And so that's I think I think you're totally right, Dave. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, this whole last year has been uh, them seeing the writing on the wall that yeah. RBG is going to be DEA dead um, soon. I was going to say D-E-D because <laughs> that's a, a, a <laughs> RBG is going to be MIA soon. Yeah, she will she be MIA. Is. And I think is. that they uh, they want to expose everybody because most Americans' yeah. m- mind spans or attention spans are like fucking goldfish. Dude, yeah. this, this motherfucker's been in the office in her justice thing for so long. Yeah. And never, even under Clinton's, even under any other Obama. Have they ever? Have they ever done this? Have they ever talked about her in such a insane light now i'm not saying that she wasn't appreciated so it just makes sense though movies Netflix, documentaries. Like, she's on her way out everybody realized what she's done yeah and people are and gonna now be she's like she's gonna be gone so to isn't that somebody doesn't like that make Bruce. you mad like doesn't that make you fucking mad that's not gonna be there anymore what are you gonna do about yeah. it yeah, come on that, americans let's get up there doesn't bother me and then they the only <laughs> thing the like, with kavanaugh he comes in and all they talk about is like i like beer 
I like beer. That's like his his documentary in 20 years is going to just be called I like beer. And that's and you know. Yeah. My point is is they won't give any credit to anybody else. There's tons of justices and they they all done They're going to turn that whole thing in 20 years into a, the new Budweiser commercial for the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> God, he should though. Be beer. So yeah. If he didn't get in office, I would say like Bud Light pick his ass up for a commercial. It's gonna be him yeah. and a couple other guys, and they're gonna. I do like the, beer too. They're gonna be like. Frog. I used to be a judge. Remember the Budweiser no, frogs? Bud. Yeah. Wise. Yeah. Urgh. It's gonna be him in like beer. different locations. Yeah. Beer. I, I, like, I like beer. Like beer. Still like beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that guy. He's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it is good. Uh. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So other than that news, I don't know, man. I'm. I'm like. I'm kind of like if, to go back and highlight what we just talked about. Like, I'm not gonna. I don't want to say much about Ruth because I don't know what's going on yet. Yeah, I think we all know what's coming. We're just there's no point in talking about it because yep. nobody knows yep. what's happening. I actually have something I want to talk about. Ooh, because I actually watched my first motocross race with you guys last night. We did, yeah, oh, yeah. I did. I enjoyed it. I was gonna ask, like, what did you guys think? I enjoyed it. It, it was your first experience <clears throat> of like. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm gonna be honest, still not a fan. It's, really? It reminds me a lot of like NASCAR, the same feeling I get. I'm like, okay. I mean, it's definitely more entertaining than NASCAR. Mm, Don't yeah. get me wrong. But um, yeah, just because there's more risk involved, you see somebody's body instead of their body is inside of a car where you can't really see what they're doing. Yeah. No, they have cameras in there. But I, I like... You know what I mean? I, I, I equivalent it to NASCAR. Equivalent? Is that... No, no, that might not be a word, but... I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I compare it to NASCAR in the sense that like Quaint. the way that it's ran... NASCAR is clearly longer. It has more stretches, but I mean, yeah. it's just one circle. Whereas like this racing is not in general is boring. I'm, I'm, I know it's not to like a person that loves it. And my dad watches NASCAR every fucking race. And to me, I'm like, I can watch it, but I could also do other things while I'm watching it yeah. because like, it is a lot of, and there's a lot of like, okay, so-and-so pass so-and-so. Right. But yeah. with NASCAR, it's hours long. Yeah. This is not hours long. So I like the, I like the immediate like quickness of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I noticed the flaws for me not being a uh, avid motocross guy. I noticed the flaws that I found to be annoying. Like what? Well, in NASCAR, <clears throat> in racing in NASCAR, mm-hmm. um, I feel like they show the field a lot more, and and it's not just about the first and second, third. You know, it's not just the front. They show. 14 and 15 fighting for position, 17, 18 fighting for position. Yeah. Like who's doing what you see a lot of, uh, you see a lot of the field and where people are shuffling. They really like examine, they have their cockpit cameras. They talk to them yeah. mm-hmm. while they're racing. They're, they're racing and the guy's like, yeah, we're doing pretty good. The fucking tires are a little weak on the left see, side, but, but that's hey, not bad. But that's the difference. I know. You, you're just, I know. But you're what just I'm saying is, is, I know but what I'm saying is though, is that in, in a, racing in general to me, other than drag racing, and I'm going to say that because drag racing is so fucking fast and so quick and it's quick races. Yeah. It is a, it is a tedious thing to watch for an hour and a half. You get what I'm saying? Cause you're like, Oh man, you know, like that last couple laps is where it's really getting so exciting. Same with NASCAR. I'll always tune into the last 10 laps of NASCAR. Cause that's when it gets all fucking dicey and shit, you know? Mm. Yeah. My point is, is like what NASCAR tries, tries to do is they try to make it more of a broadcast and more entertaining in that, that lull. Right, where it's like you can't do that with motorcycles. You can't, you know. You know, Dave or uh, even, Ricky Bobby's on his 17th lap on, on that 14th lap. See, I don't know like, if you noticed, but they he don't, had they a don't uh, do left it. wheel that was kind of yeah. They, <laughs> but they don't do that with like. See, I would like it if like when we were watching that. What I would have liked to have seen, yeah, I would have liked to have seen. They could have helmet things. They could have microphones. No, in they can't. Well, 
They can't? They couldn't have a fucking mic in there. You can't talk, dude. It's hard. Okay, so say they can't. Let's just uh, your body it. is jumping around and banging they around have, so much. You're do not they have be able a pit crew? Do they have a pit crew? Yeah. Okay, so why can't they? Uh, hey, Tomac, like you know his guy. Who's his guy? Do you know his guy? I don't know his guy. You go to him, you're like, so how do you think he's running like right now? No, it's like, yeah, he's doing pretty well. He's, uh, you know, it seems like he's getting the bike's not going as fast as I'd like to go. Sometimes they he's do. He's going left. He's going left. He's going right. You know, sometimes they do. It depends on what's happening. They're not going to just go down there and talk to the guy when <clears throat> he doesn't have anything to say. Well, see, we had there. So, okay. Yeah, he's sucking right now. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> there was a kid shit. in this race from Longview, from where we're at. Yeah. Which was pretty rad. Harriman. Devin Harriman. Devin Harriman. Congrats to him. Ass, by the way. He took 18th. That's great. First, first race, right? His first second professional race. First time making it to the main. Yes. Great. That's so yeah. good. That's cool, man. And it's cool that he's a Longview kid because it was, you know, that's where we're at. That's that's awesome. What pissed me off about it? This is where I noticed it, right? What pissed me off ultimately about it was like I didn't see one shot of him. Like fucking, like did they? They don't go back to the 18, 17 like shuffles. They do that because. The TV broadcast is trying to get a little uncomfortable. Trying to put it all together for the people coming in mm-hmm. that don't really know a lot about the sport. They're yeah. only going to know the top name guys. But see, that's the problem with the sport. That's why. No, the, I, that's why the money's not there. That's why in NASCAR, that last car, that guy that takes last or in the top end of the thing every time, there yeah. are those guys. Yeah. That's why they still have sponsors by school or fucking, you know. Grizzly, or they have sponsors by Pepsi, or you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. still making a lot of fucking money. Well, yeah. Right? Because their sponsorships are still, and, and you know why? And another reason I think they don't is because, like you said, during NASCAR, they have several hours. They could they could go through all those in, people. In general. In motocross or supercross, you're on very quick time crunch. You don't have time to go back and talk about all these other people. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> without missing something happening yeah. up front. If you watch a NASCAR race, it's very like, I mean, cl- that, listen, they're one of the largest companies. I know people don't realize this, but NASCAR fan base and NASCAR's money coming mm-hmm. in is, is if not the top, the top two, like how much money they bring in. They are. Okay. So what are, where are we going with this? They have great cameras. They have great cast. Production crew. Productions. They know how to flip through and they, I mean, they can quickly put like multiple cameras, right? Cause those races were 20 minutes long. I mean, yeah. there's time. Yeah. But my problem is, is like what I don't like seeing is I don't like seeing the top five who you can kind of pick generally. Like these are the best five writers right now. There's other kids that are like really talented. This kid from Longview was talented, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You but make like, it to one of those mains it, on that particular night. You're one of the best 22 people in the world. Okay. But my point is, is like how much money is he making? He at 18th, he probably walked away with 15, 1800 bucks. See? He, he could get sponsorships, See? right? No, but this is my point. Is in NASCAR, no, he has sponsorships. Your dad said he didn't. He has sponsors that like help local, him with stuff, like local. Yeah, like shops and gear sponsors but and stuff saying, like that. Like with but he racing. doesn't have like a manufacturer sponsor. Okay, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. It's like with racing, especially all forms of racing, like sponsorship is key. Yeah, like that's where you get your money. That's where you get your advertisement. Your McDonald's car, NASCAR. They're fucking loading you up, right? Yeah. But what I like about NASCAR, which I don't know if it could translate to, to motocross, is that those people at the back are still got great sponsors, are still getting paycheck, you know, good paychecks, mm-hmm. and they don't have to be a top tier racer, but they're still making a living and they're still. But no, no, I agree. Does that so that bugs you? Well, it bugs that me because I think it, I think 
motocross is a really great sport. But would it make it more entertaining for them to focus on the people in the back? No, what, what it would do. Yes, I think it would be more entertaining to watch the entire shuffle. But I also think not just for the shuffle, just putting them out there, putting the kids out there more. Because it's a great sport. It's been around forever. So then mm-hmm. advertisers would probably want to. I'm saying if the- you want your sport to be more popular, more video, more like uh, you were talking about advertising this, the races, they no. don't very much. No. If you want more money pushed into your thing to to make it expand and to get people to really be excited, you got to like that whole field needs to have a paycheck coming in. They could do like a one-on-one video or something of like a behind the life of What's Her- the turnover Harryman. rate? Let's Harryman. let's actually see this. What is the turnover rate in <clears throat> motocross? For what? I'm saying year to year. Like how much is it that cuz I I heard your dad saying he was into this quite a bit. He was saying well, every year there's a new driver that's better. You know, there's a top driver or rider every year. There's somebody a little different. Yeah. And I know like Tomac's been around for a long time. I'm saying in NASCAR, Jeff Gordon's been there for 15, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Je- the Earnhardt average, the there. average, uh, say just in the 450 class. Well, no, not just in the 450 class. Between both classes, 250 and 450, the average lifespan of a rider's career is probably. 13 years at okay. the most, but in the top, it's a long, time. not in the top. That's from race one rookie to now. I can't make top 10 because I'm old retirement. Yeah, but see, that's the thing is I'm saying if you could get more, if they could be in the game longer, you'd have what you would see is a field of 15 and not just three of them are really competitive riders. Right. What I'm saying is it would be nice to see a whole group because they're getting money and they're getting more experience. They're getting that, more time. But that's the problem, though. With motocross, you can't your body can't last that long. Yeah, but the, I mean, football, it's not the same, you know. Well, so what makes it kind of uh, not very interesting for me is, like Dave said, it's really just the last couple of laps, which is like basketball is kind of the same way for me and i know it's not for you and yeah. I, I totally see, that's I totally the, understand that's, it. that's why this is all you know because yeah, you can watch this entire race i'd be totally into this because basketball like i i get like you want to you want to keep it within six points or eight points or and sometimes you know you have like these drastic comebacks which mm-hmm. are fucking awesome to see but yeah. yeah like it really just makes sense to me to watch the last kind of 20 seconds of the game because I'm like, okay, well, I I think I know what's going to happen here, but that's me. Like, it's obviously like a thrill to Mm. watch the whole thing unfold. Mm. Same thing with a race. Mm -hmm. You know, I could see that it would be thrilling if you kind of knew, if I knew more about it, I think it might make it more interesting. And if I was, um, I think I was talking about this last night, but having like a fantasy motocross yeah. would get me more into it because I'd have more incentive. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I want this person to do well. well and that, I notice. I think that was, was the good. main goal behind the fantasy motocross is to get people more involved in watching every and watching everybody. And yeah, because, instead of just cheering on the one guy Well, with NFL, with the influx of fantasy football, that really increased whatever they yeah, did. And they it, did. like the revenue just skyrocketed. Yeah. I think it. you nailed it on the head. Ultimately with anything, if you're vested in it and you understand it and you, you have a, um, I love the Blazers and I know every player on the team. Like, I don't know them personally, but I, I know them. I know where they came from. You know what they're statistically I know what they're strong uh, at. I know what they're doing. weak at. I know they're, and when you're invested in that, it's so much easier to watch. Cause you know, like, okay, they need to get like, Aminu needs to come in now, dude. Like he, this is the perfect matchup for him. Like what the fuck? And you're, you're watching races in a different light because yeah. you've been doing it for so long. So it's not, none of it's a bad thing. 
I just, what I guess ultimately to end my topic on the motocross thing is I feel like there's so much potential there to be a very important sport. Oh, there definitely is. And it is. But, you know, there's just, there's something missing. Like, you remember the skate age in middle school and high school? Like, when skating and, like, the X Games was, like, Mm -hmm. just the fucking shit. It was all over. Everybody talked about the X Games. Mountain Dew had X Games shit. And everything was, like, and that's skateboarding, you know? It's, like, it's cool, you know? But it's, it you know, and when you look back, I'm, like, I hate watching it. It's not that fun, (laughs) you know? But my point is, is how come that got so big and so prevalent? Promotion. Promotion. Yeah. And you can't have promotion without money. And, and that's you can't the thing. have. You're not gonna go on TV right now and during your show and have a fucking commercial come up that is motocross related. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I think yeah. it has to do with money, and I think <clears throat> the biggest thing that when you think of NASCAR, and if you don't know, you don't know it. But if you think of NASCAR, you can rattle five or six or seven names right now that are important people. Yeah, Gordons, Earnhardts. They got yeah. the t- Richard Petty's like you got history. Yeah. You have people that are racing every race and are really competitive and you don't know if who's going to get it. And cause they're all so fucking good. And it's and the same so thing with motocross except it's a little more secluded. Yes. But yeah. NASCAR has the money and their teams yeah. have the money that they can race week after week after week yeah. and c- keep getting better. And I, f- and I think like with, with motocross, they don't stick around long enough to be those guys that are 13 years in deep, you know? Like they, that's the problem. Is like they do it for a couple of years and they get they're they're hurting for money. I don't know. I they think, can't keep going. I think the fantasy motocross would be the way to go. They got to do something because I like it. It's fun. I just they got to do something to engage people more yep. with it because it's a cool fucking dude. That was fun, man. Yeah. And I, I get that feeling, and I could I could see like I could watch that more often, no doubt. And it's like the drags. Man. I love going to the drag races, man. It's mm-hmm. fucking a blast, dude. Yeah. But they don't promote that as much on TV. They don't anymore. Yeah. When I was in the '90s, they had fucking. That was oh yeah, back, yeah. Back in the '90s and stuff, drag racing was like blowing up everywhere. The NHRA and or, see, I I think I would really like drag racing too, it, just because the 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 sound, dude. We, like it's we roaring, need to right? we need to take a little trip to the drags, dude. Because I'm telling you what, it is powerful. Like, no, yeah, because when uh, that motherfucker flies by you, that like sound and the fucking like the seeing the sheer like speed in person is yeah. so hard That's to like explain to somebody it. like that. It goes from here a fucking quarter mile down the track in three seconds or two seconds. Like get the yeah. fuck out of here, dude. Well, cause uh, big, know? big Ron, he goes to those every now and then <sighs> it's and fun. He recorded some video and he showed me and it's just, like, just it's super fun. loud. Especially dude. if you can go to like the nostalgic. He's like, this is nothing like you Have can't you been to that. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you been to the nostalgic ones? No. That's the best ones because top field to me is a little. It's kind of like everything else. A little. It's a little boring because you got two cars very equal, right? Yeah. And it's really like a game of like who got that point zero zero one second start, you know? Yeah. And then it's over. It's all about the start or an accident. But like with top field, or I'm sorry, nostalgic drags, but they bring out the real hot rods, the old style dragsters, and yeah. they get they get um they get a head start, so they they qualify and they get a head start. Mm-hmm. So like car A gets like a one second. And then car B takes off at the time he's supposed yeah. to, and then they fucking neck it up at the tit. That's that's good stuff. Dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I, mind going to I think one. that people need to like take in more sports in general. Sporting like football, I but think also it'd be, I think it'd be different competition. It's, I think it's the same thing. If you went to uh, actual motocross race and watched it, it in so person, fun. it'd be completely different. It'd be so fun. That's like I, I think 
watching it on TV doesn't put in put it into perspective on well, how high they're jumping, how fast they're going. It's like the like, danger aspect of everything. Like hockey, yeah. you know, or soccer, which neither I'm a big fan of in general. Hockey's the shit to go to live. <sighs> hockey live is a game changer. And I've heard from everybody that if you go to a Timbers game and see a soccer game, just the energy and the whole thing, yeah. it makes the game what it is. Yeah. yeah. Very few sports are worse live than they are on TV, and I think football well, is one and, of them. I can't fucking stand to, football fucking and, in person, dude. Going back really? to no, I can't. Well, it's so dead. Hmm. Well, basketball, like I love going to Blazers games. That's, That's fun. fucking fun. But I can't like sit and watch the game on TV. Like I don't know why. But see, you're what you're you're proving my point. Like when you go to yeah. the game, you're engaged. That's, yeah, those. It always starts off slow. You remember? You know, it's like the first couple minutes is it's a little quiet in the stadium, and people are kind of figuring their shit out. But when After it gets everyone's going, had a few beers and well, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Starts, <laughs> they start hitting shots and they start like, but my point is like football, you don't realize how much dead time it is. Basketball is just like down, back, down. Yeah. And so is soccer. And so is hockey. Football, it's a it play. Is. It's boring. And then it's a 10 second wait. And it's a play. And then there's a timeout. And then you got commercials. And when you're watching on TV, you like got all these fucking commercials. Mm-hmm. And but the when you're sitting there and the announcer, it's just dead during it all is that. just quiet. It's not quiet, but it's just there's nothing going on. Yeah, they're not on the field. They're See, like, and, that, and that's the thing where I was saying the difference between lifespans and sports between motocross and football. Mm-hmm. Motocross, the dead time in between, yeah, is isn't really dead time for the riders because then they're doing autograph signings. They're doing bike setup. Oh, dude, and they're doing all. Greg, the you, you may know this. What's the average life of a fucking running back in the NFL? I don't. Know. I want to say like three, three or four or years. Four years. That's, I would say that's but, probably the average life for motocross. The, the guys that make it the 13 or 15 years are very yeah. rare. Yeah. So you have yeah. like Frank Gore, who's been a fucking running back for well, 12 plus years. But see, is it rare years? because of injury or is it rare because they just don't have the finances to do anymore? Is uh, it both? Finances, injury, and skill. Yeah. There is a... The, the revolution of people coming in and out is... There's every year there's rookies coming in every single year. Well, yeah, and the talent that's, switches that's, so much that see, that's people my, that's, just kind of that's it. That's what I'm talking about. Like there is no long like it changes so much. Well, and like I was telling you, like like Chad Reed, he turns 37 this year. Yeah, he's the oldest rider on the track. Yeah, and he his first pro race in the U.S. was 2002. Yeah. I, I, I guess, and he's about done. He's like gonna call it quits within the next year. I just like I feel like there's like a huge discrepancy, like in some sports, and and maybe this one too. Like when you're watching the race, like there's really like you watch it, and it's so clearly obvious that like five or six of these guys are really fucking. Yeah, they're good. Just on another level. Yeah, they're on another level. Mm-hmm. Now basketball is that way too. You got your your MVPs and your your all stars, and they they just look better than the rest. But the rest of them are pretty goddamn competent. Yeah. And in NASCAR, it, most of the time it's because of a faulty of the car, but you don't see a lot of like a couple of times or maybe a couple of riders, but they're like the ones that are staggering around. They're not doing shit. They're not really in it, you know, but you don't see it a lot. Everybody's competing. They're just there so they don't get fined. Yeah. <laughs> but my thing is like when you watch the motocross, there's so clearly like people there that you're like, what are you even doing here? Like you are so not even good enough to be here. But, but they, they are. But they are. But they're just not like... <laughs> 
Because it's a the, single sport. And, and that's the thing. It doesn't, put, like I said, the perspective is different. If you were to yeah. see, like if you have, were to go to race and see the guy, how fast the guy is that's in last place. Have they made any yeah. like famous movies about motocross or anything? Mm, famous? No. Yeah. Not not, he, not big A-list movies, no. Well, because um, the, there was one famous, not for motocross, but it was like for, um, what's the... Uh, European Grand Prix is it like Grand Prix? Oh racing? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, that's like Formula One racing. Yeah, Formula One. Well, yeah. yeah, there's all kinds of movies about car racing. Talladega Nights. Well, no, that one way back in the uh, day. What's that movie with Sylvester Stallone? Uh, Driven. Driven. That's well, yeah. The, there was one with uh, who plays Thor? Who's that guy? Oh yeah, that's a great movie. That, Hel- you know, Chris, you know Chris Helmsworth? Helmsworth. Yeah, Chris Helmsworth, and then um, another guy. But it was uh, that was a good one. That, that was a real that was true like story. One of the best movies I've seen. Days of with, Thunder. Days of Thunder is a great movie. Oh, I, I don't wish. care what anybody says. <laughs> Weeks of Thunder. No, Days of Lightning wasn't that. Um, here, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to look it up here, so that way we're on the, the same the page. The Thor one. Yeah, he was like Thor. I don't he, even know. It was like two <laughs> two Formula One drivers who like had this beef, but they got in an accident. Like one of them got in an accident or something. And yeah, it was. There's uh, a ton of them. I mean, uh, name it. But it's called Rush. Rush. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good. It's kind of corny, but it's it's good. It's just the point of it all is that. You know, like every sport has to do what they can to like be relevant. But but I agree. As far as motocross goes, mm-hmm. they definitely need to step up their promoter game. And I, and and trust me, I not know, just I know, promoting sponsors. I know but you promoting love the sport. Like you love motocross, and I'm not dogging it by any means. No. I'm saying it is a great sport, and it's just I want to see I want to see them bring it up a notch. You know, yeah. I want to see fucking I want to see drags bring it up a notch. And and NHRA needs to fucking do more like they were in the 90s. Yeah, they got to start like a reality TV show. I'll tell or something. you this. I said this when we went to the uh, we went to the rod run and like our kids went, you know, mm-hmm. like they like seeing that shit, like big cars and motors and like loud sounds and shit like monster you, trucks. Look at that. Not enough kids are getting exposed to monster trucks. Is a great one. Not enough kids are getting exposed to like the entertainment value of races. And like the, if I took Rowan to the fucking drags, she would be her brain would blow up it would be so like <laughs> then you probably don't want to do that dave you well leave her at home but my point is is like they don't kids don't see that shit anymore they yeah. used to be a normal thing go to a sporting event like i take road to blazer games she's in it about half the time you know yeah. then drag, she gets, drag racing would be perfect for children because it's quick. short term it's quick i want another one daddy yeah it's loud okay well you gotta wait it a shakes like yeah. it's it's an intense thing and they they would be engaged yeah and i just think like people aren't doing that shit like one of the Taking Kingston to the fucking car show, right? Like yeah. having him walk around, see these cars, and like just the. Uniqueness. I would not trust that. He would be jumping inside of them. He'd you be can. Like they let you sit in them. They let like, you sit in some of them. You Look know? at this, Dad. He'd be like touching I, I, all over I, the window. I think it'd be different than that, though. I think, yeah, I think he'd, he'd be, be in a setting engaged. to where he's kind of in awe yeah. of like everything around him. So I like, think he'd whoa. be. He'd probably end up being a little more reserved. Yeah, maybe. I just think I don't I think, just think so. like <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think knowing kids, my like, son, I don't think so. I think he'd be excited about it. I don't it. know. He he gets pretty crazy, but it's only when he's with everybody else. There's a certain yeah. aspect to like the mechanics of cars and sports, the, the the competition of it, the engineering of it. You know, like NASCAR, it takes a lot to yeah. get that car that way. It is some yeah. engineering marvel, no joke. Drag race is the same thing. To take a machine and go in a quarter mile in two seconds is is a fucking, and and kids aren't getting everything is liberal arts and fucking editing this and computer time and game time and they don't see this like beautiful piece of machinery or the athleticism of this person as much as they should. The kids aren't going out to this shit anymore like they were. 
Mm. I went to the races every weekend when I was a kid for my dad. Every weekend I was around race cars. You were around motocross. Mm-hmm. I was around him building his his race car. I was around riding motorcycles myself, motors. We had go-karts. We mm-hmm. had and and like and, and that's the way I am right now. Yeah. I like hands-on shit. You know I like working on cars and taking shit apart and building shit and that would have never been that way. Had I not been exposed to it, it's why you aren't into it as much, Greg, you know, because were you around motors and cars? and tr- No, not as much. But so that's why you're like, you're curious about it. I know you are, but you're, you don't know. I'm always curious. Yeah, but if I throw you a, <laughs> if I throw you a carburetor. I had to take a look at everybody. If I throw you a carburetor for a car and say, like, rebuild this thing, you, it, you'd be like, okay, uh, I got to Google this thing. No, I got to YouTube that shit. Yeah, but, but you're curious. I think kids are curious. They want to. And we can't keep producing children in America that are just a bunch of fluffs, dude. Dude, I think I think you do have a lot of curious kids out there, and I think that there are that those several that want to go into you know auto mechanic yeah. kind of stuff. But um, I'm not saying mechanics is the best like job opportunity. I'm just saying it leads to other things, and like being hands on and being able to deal with something and taking a piece yeah, of machinery, understanding and how to do those things. I would say that, um, yeah, I don't know what the school, like the curriculum, curriculum, certain high schools are now, but back in the day we had wood shop, mechanic shop. They don't have that shit. That stuff. I don't know. Do they? That not, no, they don't. A lot of them so don't. Like Ari Long used to have a mechanic shop, right? They don't have it anymore. So it's hmm. like, not just that, but random, like hands-on stuff. Like if your <clears throat> plumbing broke, well, how are you going to fix yeah. your plumbing here today? We're going to fix a pipe. Well, I think a lot Kids. of it is, is it's not about learning that shit in school. I think it's just about being hands-on. Yeah. And like, if you're, if you're, if you take auto shop or you take wood shop or you take pottery, I'm talking anything hands-on that you're, you're messing and you're dealing. Yeah. If you get used to like figuring something out, how can I make this look pretty? How can I fucking make this run? How can I do? If you're doing that, you're growing then, your brain. Yes. Then when you're older and you got a plumbing leak, it's easy for you to go in there and go, okay, how does this work? The, to okay, be able to figure out the mechanics here. of it. Yeah. The water yeah. flows through here. If I take this tube off and I replace this tube and I got these nuts critical here, thinking, it's just you can figure it out when you've been doing it with your hands. Me and you have done a ton to our houses on our own. Yeah. Oh. And I have no fucking experience doing some of it. Yeah. I As soon as we moved into our house, I had to replumb the whole laundry room. Yeah. I had never done plumbing before. No. Back in the day, um, so the closest thing that I got to any mechanical experience when I was a kid was, uh, I think my stepdad put a game on the computer called The Incredible Machine. Oh, boy. And it was actually, it's it's pretty legit. You guys would fucking like it, too. It's uh, It's definitely like the... The graphics are not there now, but it gives you a list or like a a grab bag of items and it has a goal. Like you want to get this ball into that hole Mm -hmm. and like you have a certain distance and you have to use all these tools to do that. Yeah. And so all these like sprockets and all these. Yeah. So like you have a little teeter totter thing. Okay. Well here. So you're going to put the ball on the teeter totter. And then when you hit it up, that's what it does. So you can test your first step and be Mm -hmm. like, okay, well. That's where the ball is going to go. Okay, now I want a little slingshot to kind of to grab it and then swoop it into the hole. Mm-hmm. And the fewer items you use, the more points you get. Oh, okay. And so the goal is to fulfill your target in as few steps as possible. Yeah. And so that, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put this together. That, and also playing pool, like billiards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like. That's more hand-eye coordination, you know. 
Well, and knowing what angles and knowing it's just the <laughs> physics. Yeah. yeah. And knowing how hard you have to hit something in order for it to kind of gently go to where you want it to go. You know, <clears throat> all right. depends on how loose yeah. the table well, hey, is. Chris, thanks for bringing up a topic. I know, Greg, I, you, you, like we were talking with Alex a couple weeks ago when we started talking about video games and you're like, after the podcast, like no more video games. I don't know shit. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, no, I said, like, if you guys get into, like, a deep you conversation, like, I'm just going to go take a stroll around. So here's my thing. <laughs> With this podcast, what what I like is that we all have such different, like, obsessions, I would say. Like, that's the right word because I'm so obsessed with the Blazers. I know you're very obsessed with motocross. And you're really, Greg, you're into, like, science and fucking, like, I the shit you know about science, I have no clue about. The shit I know about cars, you're not touching it. Yeah. The shit he knows about motocross and stuff, I'm not touching that, right? So... This this podcast to me is about like not just politics, which we do talk a lot about, but like I want to talk about the stuff that is not talked about and get kids excited about motocross. Because yeah. I love it. I love video games, dude. And I don't yeah. get to play them as much as I want, but I want to talk about some fucking games, man. Fucking kill that shit. Where's fucking God of War, baby? <laughs> you know? Okay. No, but my point is, is I love talking get ready, about this. Get ready, I love, ladies. Because I, I have a real passion for like hot rods and, and, and motorsports. Yeah. Yeah. More hot rods and building than racing, but I love it all, you know. And I, and I just think it's like I talk to the racetrack in St. Helens. They come and shop at our store. They're really hurting, dude. Really, really hurting. They're like, man, our, our attendance is way down. Like it was used to be full when I went in as a kid. It was packed every weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of trouble getting thirty or forty people. They're just not. And then you know why? Too many kids playing video games. Is what it is, man. That's what you want to do. You want to we want to get our so. kids out, expose them, <laughs> expose them to this shit. Okay, I'm down to talk about that. Yeah. So, anyways, what I want to talk about right now oh. is our motherfucking questions to oh, end this dang. podcast. Questions! Do we need a question, like, little <sighs> intro song? Like, question. I know, we're going to get that. Question. Got a question. Okay. Answer me this. Yeah, riddle me. Question number one. <laughs> we're going to go through these rather quickly. <clears throat> yeah. Try to make them quick. They're, I'm going to try to How give much time some. do we have? Ah, we're over a couple oh, of minutes. Shucks. But my point of these, I'm going to pick some questions bitch. that aren't going to aren't going to necessarily be a long conversation. More yes or no's, or you know, maybe some small talk. Question number one. Okay. If you do a good deed in order to feel good about it, is it kindness or business? Does kindness it matter either business. way? I think business <clears throat> is the wrong word. I know. Business. No, I, I think what, more like selfishness or like. No, uh, I think is it you just truly being kind or is it? Because you're doing it to make yourself feel better, is yeah, it not? Is it, it, it have no emotional? So it's about to that? selflessness or self selfishness. Selfishness. Not well, I think you can't really uh, uh, separate it because <sighs> you're going to feel. That's one good thing about giving kids presents. That's what it says. Doesn't matter either way. That's you know, the like on part. Christmas. Yeah, like you're being. You want to see them, like open up this toy, and you're kind of doing it for that feeling too. But then you. You want them to open up this toy and then have this memory of, yeah. yes, this is fucking what I wanted for Christmas. My dad's the best. My mom's yeah, as the long best. As, yeah, as long as you're doing something to help someone and not necessarily like expect something out of it, so but, here, you, here, but you get the gratification on the backside. Here's a perfect example. Someone, so there was a video uh, someone posted like from Callitz County area. He went up to these... Um, homeless people that were living under this or they were sleeping under the um, pergola at the Lake Sacagawea. Yeah. And he was basically saying like, Hey, just coming over here. I wanted to tell you guys, you guys need to clean your stuff up. It's uh, you know, it's kind of a shame. The kids can't come down here, blah, blah, blah. And you guys are, you know, stinking like shit, smelling the place up. 
you know, you guys got to go get a home or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, um, where was I going with this? I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Well, anyway, that guy's fucked up. <laughs> crazy video. No, but anyway, so here, here I was going with that. Um, so the comments on this video, cause this was posted to Facebook. Yeah. And the, one of the comments was a girl and she's like, you know, like that's really disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, you, why don't you go try to help them? She's like, I just went and, uh, gave them all some Burger King. So that's what, how, you know, and I just told them if they needed a place to stay, they can stay. But how much is that helping? The thing is You're she posted them. about it. She said that on Facebook because she wanted people to say, oh, you're so, yeah, she so wanted the credit for it. She wanted credit for it. Yeah. And so if you're going to do stuff like that, don't boast about it. Don't, yeah. don't comment yeah, you don't on somebody's fucking You video. don't need to. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not worth it. Like it should be, I want to do this for you, but I don't want the publicity for doing it. Yeah. If, if that happens out of some fortuitous event, then so be it. But I think it's natural to have a. And when you do an act of kindness, I think it's natural human to like feel good about it. You know, like you're going to no matter yeah. what. But the problem is, is that people don't tend f- to do what you say. Don't and, and fish for a reaction. They're fishing yeah. for a reaction, like patting themselves on the back about it. You know, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that do amazing things that you've never heard of. Yeah. So that's oh, yeah. that's the difference between the two. I think especially with social media, like it's pretty easy to put a video and be like, I did this for somebody and I just, they're so sad. But no, fuck them. But yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just knowing that you can do the right thing and be like, yeah, you know, I have two decisions here. Uh, yeah. I think this is the right one. Okay. Second question. This one's pretty cut and dry, man. Why do bad things happen to good people? <clears throat> because bad people are there fucking up the world for good people. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, I just, I would say free will. Well, I would say that I think bad things happen to every person, but my, I, if I had to break it down, I would say that I think good people tend to be in good places in life in general. Like you can be poor and good person, no doubt. But I'm just saying typically a good person, they say they have Christian faith. They try to do things for other people. They try to like put, they expose themselves more and maybe take risks like dealing with homeless people or dealing with, Whatever it may be. I think they take more risk. They're out and about more. And in return, because they're out and about more, they just have more opportunity to have things not work out as well as they want to. I think regardless of how good of a person you are, there are still lessons to be learned from hardship. Well said. Well said. So that <laughs> that's kind of what I was going to is like the default of this world. Would you say it is more not bad, but difficult, right? Yeah. It is a an abrasive environment. Like we need to figure out how to f- create shelter. That yeah, will if if get there us wasn't the anything, any like kind of difficulties presented to us at any time, we'd just be a bunch of dumb idiots walking around not knowing how to do anything. And good really comes from like culture, and you know, in some sense, religious morality. Yeah, depends on you know what your upbringing is, but you have a an environment or a society that kind of has an agreed rule that this is this is a good action or this is a bad action. Yeah, you like could pain, be a, you right? could be a good person and now this fucked up thing happened to you. But yet you're going to learn something from this fucked up situation and make you a better person. Yeah, I would say that the world is tilted more towards the difficult and the the painful and the good is you know what I mean, it it shows that we have the free will to create those actions, you know yeah. what I mean? I agree. I agree. I think, uh, yeah, I already said it. So, <laughs> um, last question, last question. Um, 
Is there such a thing as knowledge if everything we know is subject to debate? So basically, is there real truth? Yeah, what's the source of truth? Is is there really anything in the world that's 100% true? Because everything seems to be debatable. So if it's debatable, is it really true? Like, can you definitively say... That is a very hot topic right now because the mm-hmm. fake news and, yeah. you know, like who's to be trusted. I think if you uh, if you break it down to the m- smallest form, then there are truth. The truth would be this computer is sitting right here. That is truth. We can all see it. Anybody can see it, right? But I, I, if you break it down to like, is space real? <laughs> you know, there's there's a... So all, you're saying no it all spacers. comes down to all proof and evidence. Well, what I'm saying is so like... So science is truth. No. So perfect See, example. What, I think science is a good one to show that it's not because to, I think people debate science. Well, no, to, yeah, to uh, like tie it back into the, the wall. Mm-hmm. It's like the wall is going to help illegal immigration. That statement. Yeah. Is that truth? Is that the source of truth? Like, how do you back that up? And then how do you like, you know what I mean? Re- refute that. Because that's. I think a, another good example would be the flat earthers, which I don't agree with. Oh, yeah. The flat mooners. We got We got to get those people <laughs> There's on. actually a group that the flat earthers kicked out. I just saw this. A, a group or a guy? Dave, David Smith. He talks about this at the end of his podcast. They're called oh. the um, No Spacers. Oh, I've heard about these And guys. they don't believe that yeah. there's even space. And I didn't hear about this. Yes. Yeah. So was it? Okay. They don't the, believe the, that the, there's the, even space. Damn. And um, <laughs> the flat earthers actually kicked them out of their, their correlation or co- coalition of people because they're so fucking radical. They're eating <laughs> themselves. My point is, is like, let's take the flat earthers real quick before we end this. They're a good example. They adamantly believe that the earth is flat. Okay. We, everybody else adamantly believes the earth is round. Okay. They're debating it. So is the earth round 1,000 billion bazillion percent truth? I would say Yes. But they have arguments to why it's not. So is it actually true if there's people that still don't believe that it is true? Yeah. You know? Yep. Yes, because it's you come in with evidence and proof. Neil deGrasse Tyson. But then you say like, but then you have people, remember Alex is on here and you probably heard that podcast, but he's like, but then they say like, well, they have cameras that have certain angled lenses and they have this and there's an excuse for everything. So, yeah, but a, the, a camera lens isn't going to make a yeah. spherical object. I don't know. It may make a... An oblonged object, like a fisheye lens or something, but it's not going to make a flat object turn into a ball. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. I think the biggest proof for me is when, when it comes to that, when you look at the Earth in space and the circular form of it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's people like, well, that's the Earth, but it's actually, that's just flat. That's not round. You're missing a whole fucking continent on the other side. <laughs> where the fuck is that? So yeah. You know, like there there is another part that what you're seeing what you can see is only like a portion of the earth. Like the other half is on the other side in the dark, you know? It's, uh, I want to play a clip here of Neil deGrasse Tyson on uh, Joe Rogan. He's talking about the different types of truth. Yes, I remember this. And I thought it was actually pretty good, dude. Um, for some reason, I'm not being able to connect here. Yeah, let me just make sure that I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's it's not connecting. I'm not, I'm not on, dude. Dang. Well, yeah, it's not working. Anywho. Um, I can just play it live, but, um, deeply about recently, there are three kinds of truths in the world because we're in it like a tree. Let me, I'll give you three. 
Okay. The Rudy Giuliani kind? You're welcome. True isn't always true. I know, so let me try to okay. unpack that. Okay. Right, you ready? Okay. Alternative facts? Uh, there's something called an objective truth. An objective truth is something that is true whether or not you believe in it. And the methods and tools of science are uniquely conceived to seek out and establish objective truths. There you go. Mm. And this, I'm in, referring to the invocation of the scientific method. Okay, so there's that one. A different wall current from another country. Generally, the same results emerging. So he has like uh, objective truth, and then there's like personal truth, which is like what you believe. Yeah, uh, and, and like religion, and you know that kind of stuff. And then there's another type, but objective truth, flat, or, flat Earth or truth. Yeah, so that, I think that that falls into a second category of truth. I agree. I didn't want to go through all three. That was like truth yeah. is a. I, I like the idea of truth though because it is objective. You know, like what you believe strongly is not what so and so may believe strongly. You know, the first question I ask myself when I uh, am faced with a question about truth is, "Does it matter?" Yeah. Does this matter whether it's true or but false? See, that's objective too. Because what doesn't matter to you exactly may matter, matter yeah. extremely. But then, and, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. It, it matters to each different person. Like but, the flatter thing. Like why is why do you care? Yeah, You're not leaving this earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that flat earther is never going to space. Yeah, but what do you care? Not is a, it functioning? Are we functioning? Yeah. Is there shit going down? No. Then what does it fucking matter? And like, what are you going to get out of debating it with somebody? Nothing. Like, it's called being, they're going to walk away still thinking the same thing. So are you. You're going to be lonely living in your mom's basement. And say, say they did convince everyone that the earth was flat. And then what? What what does that accomplish? It accomplishes zip. Everything is still going to keep going the way it's going. No, that means that there's uncharted territory, you guys, underneath the earth. Okay? If we're a disc and we all live on top, what's underneath? The upside down. The upside down world. aliens. Upside upside down down world. God. That's where the mothership is. Yep. And is it just is it our alternate universe? Do we do we just go like this? Does it do we flip it like a pancake? (laughs) Are we the one that rotates and the sun just stays still? (laughs) All right, guys. So listen, we're griddle. <laughs> we're gonna end this podcast, but to end it, we're gonna end it on this new topic here. That's how we're ending this. Okay. Mm. Predictions for next week. Will the wall and the shutdown get decided next week? Yes or no? No. No. I'm gonna say yes. I don't know why I feel it. I feel it. Oh. Will Ruth Ga- Ruth Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I will think- she die next week? Yes or no? <laughs> She's already dead. Uh, I don't think so. Nope. I think she's got about a couple more months. I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to say nothing is decided on the wall and the military comes and builds it. I don't know. Yeah, I I think that they could get sued. Just like Dave was saying, the government can get sued. You I can think sue over anything. Gonna, gonna, I know. They can't sue. They're not going to. Yeah. But uh, I say that she dies. You think so next week? I say That's she has, very morbid. She has comp, 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 I, I say she's already dead, and question. they announce it next week. Hey, so the next <laughs> podcast, we can reevaluate ourselves, and we get a point for each one. So let's see who has oh, the most points. This is how it works. We're going to do this. Surprise game. So I'm going to say, ooh, now see if we get points, I'm going to take back manager. Bruce not dying next week. <laughs> okay. I think the shutdown. You can't change I, it. Now no, we, we got to be conserved, and we got to conserve So I'm going to say Ruth your is still alive. Right. I'm going to say she's on her last limb. She's still alive, and I'm going to say the shutdown gets resolved next week. Okay. I'm going to say no to both. No and no. All right. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe Ruth builds the wall. 
<laughs> Maybe they can bury her in the wall. Dude, that would be a good. That would be a nice gesture. Call it the, the wall of Gator. Yeah, the she's gator. the first. She's a bionic woman. Dude, Trump should come out and say that shit. Like, we want to name this wall the uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg wall. Oh yeah. <laughs> now they can't hate it, right? That's They're true. like, God damn it, I like her. I can't. <laughs> it's like putting solar panels on. <laughs> God. All right. All right. Anyways, good episode, boys. Good episode. Thanks, uh, everybody, for listening. We'll be back, and uh, hopefully we get some video up in this one. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Uh, cheers See you up. later, guys. Cheers. Cheers.